Welcome and come on, Shay, friends. It's Old Men on the Mountain, episode 23. That's We're Michael Jordan's number. And yeah. LeBron James, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, well, well, he, no, he asked for a different number. Oh, he's changing that. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I think he said that no one should ever have the number 23, I think is what he was quoted as saying. But uh, anyway, I'm Craig Massey. I'm Jim Hall. And we are here to uh, tell stories that you one day would tell your kids, and we're here to bullshit a little bit. Yeah. Do. And I don't know if you can tell, but I think the audio fidelity has been improved a little bit. Would you say so? Uh, I, I think so. I mean, I'd have to see the final product. We're hoping so, but we're pretty excited. I, I, I made it a little, a little tweet and a little Facebook message saying that it was big news. And the big news is we're a little bit more professional now than we used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting paid thousands of dollars. Yeah, I guess a week I guess professional this. is the wrong word. We're a little bit more sophisticated. We're more invested. Jim bought some microphones and a mixer, and we are recording with those instead of just talking into a laptop. Yeah, but now it feels like a real podcast. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're really on the radio. Oh, yeah. And we also have headphones on, so our voices might sound different. And we're sitting at a table looking at each other instead of sitting in a row. Wow, we're really, we're talking, we're really breaking the, uh, the no wall here to all you listeners. People, most everybody that appeared on the podcast before today was always incredibly surprised that it involved the three of us sitting in a row on a couch mm-hmm. having a hard time looking at each other. Yeah. Because you have to, we had to look straight at the uh, the mic, or talk straight at the mic, which meant you had to look at it, uh, or else right. it really wouldn't get picked up. It was a little awkward. But now I'm looking right at, into Jim's eyes, and that's <laughs> awkward. In yeah, and of itself. I'm not sure it's better, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's it, it's different. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I got my Miller Lite here, and Jim's got his laptop, and uh, I don't know if he has a bear, but I, I'm holding one oh, below the table. There it is. Oh. Another thing, this is a, uh, as you can tell, we don't have a guest this week because we're trying out some new stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about maybe calling these two-person podcasts Two Beers In. Yeah. You think, is that something, do you want to do that? Do you want this to be the inaugural Two Beers In? It would sure. still be Old it's, Man on the Mountain. It's just, you know. All right, so I'll start over. Okay. Well, no, no, it's still Old Man on the Mountain, the podcast where young people I know, but stories. I'd like to start over with the intro. If I okay, could. please, by all means. All right. Welcome and come on Shea, friends. It's episode one of Two Beers In with your hosts, Craig Massey and Jim Hall. See, I think that's a little too complicated. I feel like, hey, it's Old Men on the Mountain, episode 23, Two Beers In, episode one. Do you want to make it that crazy? Do you want to do it? No, I just wanted to do an intro. I don't okay. know. I'm not thinking much about it right now. I know we did. it's Old Men on the Mountain. Really, that, it is episode 23. Whatever we're saying here, you know, people expect what they expect. That's true. You're right. I just, you know, we may as well lock it down. I don't want to confuse listeners even further than they already are. I thought it would be funny to have a, an intro happen like three to four minutes into the show. You're right. You're. It, it. Oh, am I sorry? Am I, st- am I talking too loud into your mixer, Jim? <laughs> no, Why don't you get a limiter on me then? No, you're fine. Oh, you're oh. fine, baby. Oh. oh, okay. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if our voices are going to sound different because it's, it feels a little bit different with these headphones. But anyway, we don't have to get into these yeah, technical yeah, yeah. matters. Um, it's a work in progress. It's it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. So let's just wrap, man. Let's just uh, let's just have a, a nice back and forth. Yeah. Have you had a good weekend so far, Craig? Yes, of course. Um, I went and got a couple drinks with you actually last night at our local watering home. That's true. And uh, today I woke up a little bit late, and that was nice. And I went on a long hike with Greg Brennan, a former guest. Oh, and it yeah. was great. Yeah. We went up uh, went up a different way up to the Griffith Park. Griffith Park Observatory, 
and uh, much harder than the other way that we've gone oh, before. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was nice. Got well, some beers and uh, a, a salad or two at there. Well, we got two salads, one <laughs> for each of us. Uh, right at the bottom of the hill, right at the Greek theater. It was it was actually really ni- really nice. Uh, uh, afternoon. That sounds great. I actually went into work today, but it was it was. Uh, I know. The thing is, it was self-imposed. It was one of those things where I got something kind of difficult thrown at me around seven thirty or so on Friday night, and mm-hmm. basically, since I'm new to the what, like a bowling world, ball or something, yeah, it was, someone threw. It was very heavy too. Ooh. Well, the thing was, it was like one of those. If I was more experienced or more tenured, I'd be like, "Well, screw this. I'll hit it on Monday." But mm-hmm. since I'm new and things take me longer, and I'm, it's sort of like I should have just stayed later to do it. Mm-hmm. But at 7.30 on a Friday, I was, you know, I was like, come on. I, yeah. I just mentally was out. So, you know, I went in for about two hours today and probably achieved like four hours of worth of work on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Because so. you're tired. Like, you're, just, you're, you're not invested. You're distracted by wanting not to be there. So uh, that's what I do a lot of times with my work, too. I'll, I'll know that I'll be like I have an hour left of work or I could stay a little bit later. But, you know, it's, it, I can do it a lot better the next morning and it'll be a more high quality work. Yeah, because it was one of those things. I was pissed off because, like, I, I had basically my whole intro was structured wrong, but I didn't know that. And I did like a day and a half worth of work, and it was like, uh. so I couldn't. I was just like so frustrated. But then, you know, even after leaving work, I thought about it while we were at the bar a little bit, like the scene I was doing, and I was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. And like I said, it took me about two hours, and now I'm done. And it's like, you know, it would have been probably an hour and a half of bitching, and another hour and a half of barely working, and then I would have left at like ten thirty, and been even more angry than when I started. So. Oh, yeah, and you were an angry man. I'm very angry. He's got a lot of anger issues. Vitriol. Mm-hmm. Vinegar. Hey. Hey, a lot of piss, too. Aw. Yep, GML. Well, anyway, do you want to take a quick little break, and then, uh, then we'll come back and tell some stories? I guess. I mean, depending on what sort of format we're going. Are we going two beers deep or uh, two beers in? See, that's the thing. That's Balls why I deep. brought it up. I don't know. Is the two beers in going to be no stories and just bullshitting, or is it going to be... Part of me thinks the two beers in could just be an extra 15 minutes at the end of a podcast with a guest, but the guest isn't there anymore. I don't know. We're sort of airing this laundry on the internet. It's crazy. Well, if anyone actually ever emailed us, then you know, <laughs> we would get some feedback, but you know, we, we don't know. Somebody should write in and tell us what they think. Well, for now, we talked about telling some stories about work stuff. Yeah, I think we should do We that. should do that, but yeah. maybe we'll keep it short. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Hey, let's, let's have it organic. I think we're doing a great job so far. It's really compelling. You, us, compl- me talking about a hike that no one else has done, <laughs> and you talking about work stuff that nobody knows what I'm working yeah. on actually. Yeah, and us talking about the mics that we purchased that people probably probably already thought we had. So, well, now you know. Mm-hmm. And knowing is, it's some of the battle. I'm not sure it's half it's not in this the case, but it's, it's half the battle. Oh well. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Fuck off. Oh. All right, welcome back. Um, so last night we were talking about what we were going to do for the podcast today. And we decided that both of us have been fired from and quit jobs in the past. And always with sort of interesting circumstances and probably pissed a lot of people off along the way. Yes, I don't know if I've been fired, but I guess we'll get into the details later. Right. I was only sort of fired once. And honestly, I deserved it, but it was kind of chicken shit. I don't know if I want to tell that story. Maybe later. The one I was going to talk about, though, we've talked about working at the Pizzeria Uno in the past. 
on this podcast. The Copley Square Pizzeria Uno, now referred to as Uno Chicago Grill, which, by the way, they're destroying what made them good. Well, they're I'll bankrupt. I'll they're, they're bankrupt. Bank, bankrupt this year. I, I'll tell you why. Chapter 11. Chapter 9? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works, but uh, I just... I remember as a kid really liking Pizzeria Uno, really liking their pizza. It was very unique. Head on up to Manchester. Yeah, get that deep dish. It was really good. You know, it was this whole thing that I even thought it was kind of cool working there in a weird way because I was like, yeah, I actually like this place. You know, it's like, yeah, I used to, I have fond memories of coming here as a kid. You're welcome for getting you that job. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely was Craig got me the job. Even our general manager, you know, months, if not years later when we were leaving was like, yeah, I didn't didn't know about you. You came in the front door, but Craig seemed like a good guy and he... You seem to be familiar with each other, so I figured it'd probably be a good idea to hire you, too. Yes. Biggest mistake he ever made. I wasn't a bad employee. I wasn't the best waiter in the world, that's for damn sure. But I wasn't, like, a terrible employee. I wasn't... I showed up on... I was only late once, and I actually talked myself out of getting fired. I didn't even realize... I forgot about this until just now. Oh, I don't know this story. We had one of those... It was in the summer. We basically worked mostly in the summer after school. I worked year round, but oh no, I worked kind of employee. I was I worked year round too, but I didn't work like a lot of hours during the school year. I might work one or two shifts, but you know, I was busy with school work and didn't mm-hmm. want to work a lot. It was mostly just have extra money to go out. Yeah, Get but in cash the... in your pocket, so you can right. spend it at the bar, play some golden tea. Exactly. Um, we should talk about that someday too. But anyway, it was one night we went out, probably playing golden tea too much, drinking way too much, and I had one of those days where, you know, I set my clock for. 10 o'clock or whatever the hell time I had to get up to get there to open for lunch. And I woke up at 1230. My clock was still going when I woke up. Like, I just didn't wake up. Your alarm clock was still beeping? Yeah, it was going. Like, I had set to the radio. Drunk. Yeah, I was just, like, zonked out. Well, a green day was on. Yeah, probably. True <laughs> Ray, maybe. So, you know, I wake up. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Total panic mode. I call in. I get the general manager, Brian. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Let me, uh, I'm leaving right now. I'm really sorry. And, he's, and he gave me the, yeah, just just don't bother coming in. And I was like, uh-oh, I'm getting fired. That was the moment. So I was like, then I saw him like, oh, man. I'm like, no, that's not fair. I was supposed to open. Let me at least come in, and then I'll close the shift for the people that had to, you know, cover for me. That's only fair for them. that They should have to be able to, they, could, they should go when lunch is over. Okay. Yeah. And for like, good thinking on your feet, yeah, being he, a good man. He sat there for 30 seconds, like on the phone. I was like, all right, <laughs> it was like that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I saved my ass. And we talked about it like a month or two later. And he's like, "Yeah, I probably would have let you go if you hadn't wow. talked to me." Out of it. He was just so. It was one of the, it was a Friday, and Friday at lunch was crazy. And he was like, he hadn't been like pissed at me beforehand, but it was like I think a couple of things had gone wrong that day. Then the last thing I was like, "Where the hell is Jim?" Anyway, and it was like, "Uh oh, oh man, you know what I'm I asleep. did to him once? Oh, it was horrible." Uh, um, I we. It was this crazy rule that they had there was that we couldn't uh, we had to go into the freezer to get the Oreos for one of the desserts we had. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go. I had to grab and the freezer was locked up along with the other liquor. Like apparently there was some sort of Oreo thief. So like we had to go. Yeah, get his name was Shane. Get, the other manager. Yeah, yeah. We had to go get uh, these Oreos. So then I had to go get his keys and I got Brian's keys. And it was like right before closing, was, you know, it was like someone ordered a dessert and we're out of Oreos, whatever. So I got the Oreos and I just tossed his keys into my apron and then I ended up closing the store. He was like downstairs like counting all the money and I just went home. So like he didn't have his keys to his car. He didn't have the keys to his apartment. He didn't know who had them. I didn't know I had them at all. I ended up 
uh, finding this out that I had the keys maybe the next day at like three or four. So I called up the store and I got <laughs> Al, I got the other manager, and I, I said, uh, I was like, man, I got these keys. I don't know. I think they're Brian's. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And she's like, oh my God, you have them? <laughs> like, he couldn't get home. He had to take like a $100 cab ride and then he had to call his landlord. And she's like, okay, just bring them in and don't tell him it was you. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, you found him. He's going to be like, yeah, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. So then she, like, yeah, she covered my ass. And then I think I ended up telling him the day I left that was like my last day. I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, anyway, we got a little off track, but th- th- this story is about, I got that job thanks to you, and at the same time, I had also applied at this place called the Harbor Hotel. It was a Hilton hotel. The Haba Hotel. Yeah, near the waterfront. Yeah, the Bass and Haba. And it was actually set up through a former student of my dad. I think she was a manager there at this point. I don't really know the, the total details, but... I'm going to need all those details, Jim. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll remember as much as I can. It was, it, basically, the job was I, I was applying. She said, like, oh, it'd be cool. I'd make a lot of money, relatively speaking. We're talking, like, if Uno's your average. Because at the time, I was hosting. Hundreds was, of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But, you know, if I was hosting and I was getting, I don't know, seven fifty an hour or whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. at this place, I'd be making, like, $10 an hour. So it was kind of like, you know, yeah. that's pretty significant when you're in college. Yeah. So anyway, the the... The hiring process here was absolutely insane. Like before I even went into Uno's, I'd already been there for a week or two. Or had gone in a week or two earlier. They made me fill out this whole test. I had three different interviews with people. Had to keep going back in. They made me do all this shit. And then I didn't hear from them for like three weeks. So I got I got the job at Uno's because I was like, Well, I need a job. Like this is ridiculous. I've been you know, I've already been there in the summer for like three or four weeks. I'm like, this is getting stupid. Like, I need to. Yeah. I can't just hang out all day. I mean, I'd love to, but I you should buy your Coronas. Exactly. Or get, you know, an older person to buy the Coronas for you at that point. Right. So anyway, I it started at Uno's. I really wasn't there very long when this place called me and offered me the job. So I was like, oh, man. So like, I had to go. Actually, I, I don't know if I told Brian or Allison, the two of the managers, I was like, hey, look. I'm really sorry, but I got this job that just pays more money, and like I really appreciate everything you did. It's like I, I know I just trained, and like I'm, I know this sucks, but I gotta do it. I, I, I gotta, I gotta take this job. It's like, listen, I'm an asshole. I don't care about other right? people. Well, they understood it was business. You know, it's like it was one of those. Like, I mean, they weren't happy about it, but they were like, well, all right. I mean, at yeah. least I didn't just quit. I finished out. I was like, hey, you know. They're only having I won't me on- leave right now. Well, no, no, no. They had, they didn't ha- they didn't have me part time at first. They had me part time at the other place at first. So I'm like, look, I can do both until you find somebody else or give you the two weeks. I'm not going to screw you. I just you know, and it's not like finding another host is like brain surgery. It's like anybody's you know, like, hey, dude, you're a host. Just get <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. No, no. They're like, okay, great, thank you. And I was like, you know, please. And then like, so anyway, I started. This was this- a game show host, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you just want a pizza. <laughs> um, so I start the job at the Harbor Hotel, and immediately it's weird. Like all the uh, people grabbing your dick. Yeah. Well, that that was that money was, missing from your wallet after every shift. Every shift. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Like the managers were all super weird. Everybody was super uptight. In my job, I was referred to as a commis, which is uh, I think it's French. It must be C O M M I S. Maybe one M. I'm not sure. But basically, it was busboy. Is that part of like the the Zulu wars in Africa? It's <laughs> like a, a Comey? 
Oh, was it Zulus against the Hulus? Oh, I think it was. I didn't realize. Yeah. I don't know. Hulus won. Actually, they have a website. You might be right. But, um, oh, I'm right. So it was just like they're super uptight about everything. And, like, basically, for example, I was working on a lunch. And for the first hour and a half, it was pretty busy. My job basically was make sure they have bread on the table, clean off the tables when they're done, you know, take dirty dishes, you know, simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Except they made you, like, it. After like that hour and a half or so, there was probably only three or four tables worth of people, and there were two or three of us working doing this job. Hmm. So I'm standing there, and at one point, I'm just like standing against the wall with like my hands behind my back, being like, like almost like a security guard, just sort of just standing there. Real weird. Which was super boring. And then one of the managers Couldn't go check Facebook or anything. Not yet. No, no iPhone yet. Oh. Facebook didn't even exist yet. I don't think. Whoa! I can't even imagine a day when Facebook. <laughs> it's kind of strange to think about that, but. uh it might have existed, but I didn't know about it. That's for damn sure. Well, you have to watch Friends with that new, that new David Fincher film. Anyway, we'll find out know. about it. Um, but if that wasn't bad enough, just standing there, one of the, the asshole managers came up to me and was like, hey, um, I need you to be walking around, like looking busy. And I was like, well, I, I don't really have anything to do. I mean, there's like everything's clean. There's not, you know, I already like walked around picking up crap on the floor or whatever you know it's just kind of like yeah and he's like yeah well just just keep walking around then walk around like a robot like mime like, literally yeah the curtains like i'm a living roomba or something do, 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 like, do, do, do. walk around yeah it's like like i don't i don't care what i don't care if you're doing anything i just want i just want to see you walking around i don't want you just standing here and you're like thank you sir no i was like in my mind i'm thinking fuck you dude come on ridiculous yeah it's like a mindless sort of drone not even a corporate drone like just sounds like an idiot yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like, my boss gets mad when you guys aren't working, so I just, I don't care if you're working, I just want you to walk around and be, yeah. like, what is this, the army? Like, yeah. they're not trying to break you down, like, this is just a job. That's what it felt like, though. It was just, it was really weird, and, like, I really hated it, and then there was a guy that did my job that was, like, 60 years old, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's kind of, it just really creeped me out, like, the, the only positive thing was, it was He's this, like, got some popsicles in the bank. <laughs> yeah, hey, Miss Leon. But the only positive thing was, is this kid from Russia, or the no, it was the Czech Republic who was working there, and he was super nice, and it was like his first job, and he was super like happy about it because it was probably like the most money he's ever seen in his entire life. Oh, Milos, <laughs> I remember I, him. Was that his name? I don't no, remember I don't, his name. I, I might have mentioned I him then. I don't. Him. I don't remember anymore what his name was. It was, it was Milos. One of the funny things was they made us wear name tags, and uh, they didn't have one for me yet because I was new. So, oh, what the hell was it? I had one that's for Jaime, and everyone thought that really was my name. I was like, do I look like Hispanic? I guess you'd have to Jaime, like it. a Jamie? Is that how it would have been spelled? Yeah, or? but people were saying, like, what, Jaime? So I'm like, really? Like, is it because I have this job you think I must be a minority now? Like, it was really weird. Hmm. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't like working there. It really, really sucked. I was home, I believe. Actually, I'm almost positive. I was thinking about it this morning. It was on the weekend before 4th of July that year. I think it was the third oh, of July. That I was at very home. long at all. No, I mean I was, I was sick with mono. We both hmm. got the job at Uno's at, at Are you sure? within a couple within well, a week of each other, and then I got mono after two weeks, and then you just quit after a week. Right. Why the hell did we even both end up back there? I don't know. see. I I remember it differently now. I maybe I'm confusing it with something else because I was home, and I think it was before the Fourth of July. I might be wrong at this point, but they wanted me to work on Fourth of July. I think. And I was just hating and hating this job. So I was like talking to my dad about it. And he was like, Dad, like I don't I don't know what to do. Like I am miserable at this job. It's awful. And he was like, Jim, listen to me. 
get the jello pudding and get the job at the Harbor Hotel. Just don't do it. Well, amazingly. Kodak. The Kodak field. He, um, normally he's always like, stick it out. I don't care. Like, finish out the summer. Like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, if it sucks that much, you should just quit. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like, hearing it from him? It's like, holy crap. So I did. I call, I was supposed to work the next day on 4th of July. And I called them like, hey, so I'm not coming in tomorrow. And they're like, oh, what do you mean? And it's like, yeah, I'm not coming in tomorrow or really any day after that. I'm not coming in. And sorry. He's like, why? I'm like, I just really don't like it. I, I hate working there. I'm sorry. I, and I know this sucks, but I'm sorry. And the guy was like, well, this is really bad. Like, trying to, like, scare me into staying. And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you don't have any power. I'm just going to, I'm not coming out. Do I'm, you realize what you're doing? Yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah, that's what it was kind of like. It was like. Listen, the, Jaime. <laughs> yeah, listen, Jaime. <laughs> but it was like the manager told me to walk around. And I was like. It basically was like, well, you're never going to get hired here again. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> quitting a job you just gave me. Yeah, <laughs> not planning on it. <laughs> but at this point, I didn't know what to do. I, I, mean, I was like, well, I don't have a job again now. I'm an idiot. But You'll never work at the Harbor Hotel again <laughs> there, kid. <laughs> you get out of here. Get out of my sight. <laughs> That's what it was like. So, But it was a big relief. I actually felt so good after quitting it. So when I get finally back to Boston after 4th of July... I go into the Uno's. It was like a tail between my legs kind of moment. And I see Allison. And I was like, Allison, uh, the manager, Allison. Allison Kylie did also work at this Uno's. Not at this time, I don't think. But no, she got the job a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so I went in. And I was like, Allison, can I have my job back? She's like, why? It's <laughs> like, because I, I know I left. And I went to the job, and it really sucked. Like, I hated it. Like, I, please, can I have my job back? And she looked at me, and she's like, can you work tomorrow? <laughs> so, yeah, like, okay, I'll put you back on the schedule. Nice. They were so, so nice. Yeah, it was great. I mean, that's what they do. They were awesome people. And it was, and you know, happily ever after, really. I, mean, I had a, really, a lot of really fun times with that job. Oh, yeah. Oh, great friends made. So, so again, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. Even Thanks again. Almost, even though you almost fucked it up. Yeah. Just like you fucked up the job at Filene's I gave you, yeah, too. Yeah, we can talk about that <laughs> if we want to. We can talk about that later. I don't want this. I don't want to dominate this. But uh, I've quit. Well, that's I actually... got a job for Jim at Filene's <laughs> where I worked at in high school, and he didn't like it. I worked there for six weeks, though. At least I tried. <laughs> six weeks? <laughs> that was long enough for you to get My your little money. My dad worked at Papa Gino's for 35 years. Well, that's his problem. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't like it. And the thing is, I had that job at the time. Well, we'll just get into it now. This is quick. I was working at Castleton, which we've talked about before. But this time, I was a, on the, the wait anal, step. Anal initiation. Yeah, the anal initiation. I want to go back to that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, at this point, I was on the wait staff, and there was no anal initiation. By the way, if you haven't heard it, I was just threatened with that. <laughs> That's different. Didn't really happen. It was real. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, so I was on the wait staff at this point, and I just was sick of it. It's kind of one of those jobs that it was like really good money, but it was just I don't know. I just got sick of smelling like food, and just got gross. I don't know. It was something about it. Like I had this like averse reaction to yeah, working. You didn't there. like this other job, right? And I, I saw you working at Filene's, and I was like, oh, that looks so easy. Like that would be such a better way to make money. It's like the grass is always greener on the other side. Kind of turned out not to be as easy as you thought. No, it's just it was just boring. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't stand just standing there all day. Like it was so boring. I, I was losing my mind. Well, you go arrange the ties, go arrange the shirts, go you know, whoop it up with the fifty-year-old uh, ladies. They love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was fun for like a week, and then it just I hated it. And then I went into Castle, and I'm like, hey, like, do you like do you guys still need people? I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. So then, then I quit Filene's. Although I did. Pull, 
they were funny there. We were doing our video yearbook like the night we stay up late or stay oh, up all yeah, night. I and I was supposed to work that night. And that was another time like when my dad was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, just, like, just don't go. And I was like, yeah, but and he's like, you know what? Like, you're only going to get this chance one time in your life to have this. Like, How many Jerry Garcia ties are you going to sell? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, like I called in. If it was a Jones, New Yorker or Claiborne, <laughs> that'd be a different story. But anyway, <laughs> right. that's a different podcast. But this was bad. Like I literally, the stay up all night at school to make the copies and hang out. That was I was supposed to work at like seven thirty that night or whatever, five thirty, whatever the hell time we were supposed to come in. Mm-hmm. I called at four forty five and was like, Hey, so I'm not coming Damn. in. I can't come in. And I actually really can't come in the rest of the weekend. And they're just like, Uh, really? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm sorry. I just something came up. And then I ended up then we graduated, then I went in and they weren't mad at me at all. And then after like a week, I was like, you know what, screw this job. Got my job back at Castleton, went in, I'm like, Hey, I'm giving you my two weeks as uh you know, oh no no, I'm missing. I'm screwing this up. The funny part was after not going in, I went in on like that Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. and Peter, the main manager, was like, "Do you want to pick up more shifts or like what?" <laughs> like he was like offering me more work yeah. after I just literally blew off three consecutive days of work. <laughs> and it's like, wow, like they must have really been desperate for people. Or like you must have taken a shine to me or something. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like I wasn't. It doesn't make sense for me. Why would anyone would take a shine to you? I don't know. No, not in that job. I wasn't like I wasn't. I don't think I was bad at it, but I wasn't good at it. I mean, I wasn't. I was just kind of killing time. I mean, yeah. I definitely had times where like for people who know Jim, like this job involved like people asking Jim what tie goes best with his shirt, yeah, which is like, the just worst not move something that Jim ever. should be ever be doing. I brought Craig along to help me pick ties out one time for myself. <laughs> yeah, recently within the last year. So why should I be doing that when I'm in high school? Like that's, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so I quit that job too. But, you know, I think I stayed there long enough for you to get your little $50 bonus or whatever the hell it was they gave you for bringing somebody on, right? Or did oh, I screw you out of that? I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, Jim, I try my best to help you. I appreciate the help, by the way. It wasn't like I was just, like, shitting all over you helping I'm, me. I'm going to call in those favors one day. <laughs> right. Well, the Unos thing, it was only in hindsight that I really believe that you got me the job. At first, I'm like, In yeah. hindsight. sight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? When we first got it, I'm like, yeah, you know, we went at the same time. It was a good idea trying there. And luckily, they were both hiring. You know, they're hiring and they needed people, you know. Mm-hmm. We weren't the only two people that got hired. There were like five other people that got hired, too, I think. So it's just, I thought, okay, oh, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that you actually helped get me that job. So I didn't feel bad about you when I quit Unos because I didn't, you know, it was just. That's the way it goes. I mm-hmm. felt a little bad about Filings, but there was no way in hell I was going to do it anymore. I just hated it. So boring. I could ne- that, that day, I'm like, I will never, ever work retail. I can't. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it just brought, just brought back a flood of memories, and I'm just still a little disappointed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, another beer will help. You want to take, I'll grab a beer. You can take a break. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's take a break. All right, we're back. It is my distinct pleasure to introduce to you Mr. Craig Lawrence Massey. Hey, it's me. Hey. Surprise. Uh, all right, well, I will tell a story involving a job I also had. Or also I had a job. Hmm. I'm messing this whole thing up. Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, anyway. off to a bad start. Yeah, very bad. Uh, I tend to do that a lot. Um, well, this is about a job I had at a restaurant in New Hampshire. I was a dishwasher there. It was a fairly, I mean, like for New Hampshire, it was one of the higher end 
places. You know, people go there for Thanksgiving. You know, go get a nice meal, get a nice prime rib. You gonna say where it was, or were you keeping it a secret? Mm, I don't. It's up to you. I was. I confuse it with other places. Uh, I think it. What was it? The, the homestead? homestead. Yeah. Was it the what, homestead? Yeah. Okay. And I confuse that with Common Man, like when I'm just telling stories about it. But I used to confuse Homestead with Promises to Keep, which is oh. another kind of fancy highfalutin restaurant. Oh, never been there. Never been. Um, but yeah, I worked at the Homestead. I got my friend Alan got me the job there, and uh, I was a dishwasher for a good six months or so, and it, it was the worst job I ever had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. It's like you're like you got you're like elbows deep at the very least, sometimes up to your shoulders, and just like buckets of muck. And oh, I can't even to, imagine. Like just like, scrub yeah. out, like like losing. Like Alan, like lost his his fingerprints for a while. I remember that. That happens to a lot of chefs too. I think it's just like yeah, constant like burns hot it stuff. off, yeah. and then like just scrubbing. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. Ugh. Imagine just like you know, just getting like wrinkled hands, at, like you know, in the bathtub or in the you know in the lake too long or whatever. But then having to really use them and just getting all like it's like swamp foot, like like I was in Vietnam, but it was my hands. That's gross. Um, so. Uh, I, you know, while I wasn't washing all the dishes, I was trying to help out the chefs and getting them what they wanted. Like they wanted some radishes or whatever from the freezer. Uh, and this one time I went to go get someone something uh, from the freezer where the vegetables were. And, uh, I locked myself in to the freezer. <laughs> uh, I couldn't, it's like it closed behind me. And then I was like, I was like, I'd been there like maybe two or three days or two or three sh- shifts. So I was like, oh man, like what the hell am I going to do? It just closed behind me. I couldn't figure out how to open it. Apparently there's a fail safe or whatever there's some unlocking mechanism that you can use but I didn't know at the time. So I had to wait in there for like good 5 to 10 minutes until someone else needed something or the cook was like, "Hey, where the hell are my radishes?" Right, right. So then he opened up the door and I was like like shivering a little bit. He's like, "Oh my god, the fucking new guy got locked in the freezer. Holy shit. What an idiot." I'm like, oh. I didn't think that was even possible. I thought they had that little button so you could get out. They do. I didn't know about the button. Oh, you I didn't wasn't know. trained. Oh, okay. So I wasn't trained on the button. So you're only stuck. The fail safe is what I was yeah. Like, so you were stuck in your own mind but really you maybe could have gone. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just yeah. Just like yeah, that's when dangerous. I when you I could, first like moved... suffocate in there. It's, it's... Yeah, according to that Brady uh, Brady Bunch episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's similar to the time that I thought I was locked out of my first apartment in Boston on September 11th, 2001. Oh my god! Yeah, and I just like I eventually like figured out that I actually had the key, so I went inside and then turned on the TV. I was talking to my mom on the porch actually for a while before I figured out I had the key. And she's like, "What crazy's going on?" Oh, weird. Yeah, there's wow. like these planes hitting the World Trade Center. Um. Anyway, so back to uh, circa 1997 or 90, yeah, 98. In, uh, in that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I was a dishwasher there, and it was horrible. Um, people would play a game where they would dunk the biscuits that you had in the water, and then just chuck it at you. <laughs> so it would just like just like thwonk, like right on you. And it, 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 like it hurt a little bit. It stung, and it was just gross. It was it was not it was a horrible place. Like I'd be I'd just go outside to break down boxes where all like the uh, you know, lettuce or whatever, all the vegetables came in, and it would just be cold. Like it was like you know, New Hampshire in January and February. It was it was horrible. I'd be soaking wet and not no fun. No. Um. So I decided I decided I didn't want to work one Sunday, and I called in sick, just like any you know any asshole does. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And uh, I obviously wasn't sick, yeah. so I called in and I talked to this lady, one of the managers there, and she was like. Like, well, you got to get someone to replace you. And I was like, come on, I'm sick. I, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't even know anybody. <laughs> Isn't this your job? She's like, well, here's some numbers of people. You should give them a call. I'm like, well, you know what? If, if an employee calls in sick, if they're, if it's not true or whatever, yeah. the manager's charged. Like, it's, it's their, 
Yeah, manage job. it. Manage the situation, yeah. manager. Anyway, so I actually did make a couple calls, and the last call I didn't make was to this woman who had Down syndrome, and I didn't want to call her because she like I had to call like her caretaker and have her come in. Like this is the type of job I was giving up. Like right, right, right. Not to. I mean, that sounds bad, but no, know, I know what you're saying. It was. It, it, it's not rocket science. Pre-washing dishes. It's just like you know. It, yeah, I did work with this woman. Very nice, but I know there was a number sure, of hurdles sure, to go through. Sure. Um. So I didn't call and uh, her, but I did call back. I was like, I called to people. Like I couldn't get them to work, and she's like, uh, uh, my the manager. She was like, well, fine, like whatever, and then like hung up on me. And I was like, well, you know what? I don't need to get yelled at. No, you know I'm lying. You know, but yeah, I, I mean, just don't want to ever do this. <laughs> like, I said, part of me was like, yeah, screw her. But it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a. <laughs> It was a dinky move, leaving like the you know a really bad job. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I decided I just gave her a call back right after she hung up on me, and I was like, "Listen, I'm obviously not coming in tonight, and don't expect me to ever come in again. I'm just like I quit." And then, and then <laughs> she's like, "You can't quit. You're fired." <laughs> yeah. I love like, that right, sort of whatever. like what a power trip. Yeah. You're not allowed to quit. You're fired. <laughs> you know what? All right, thanks. You're like, okay, I guess I won't put you down as a reference. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, obviously wasn't the best dishwasher there. Uh, so, yeah, so then I actually, that's when I went on the, the next week, I, or I took some time some time off, you know, to find myself. Soul searching. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a week or two later, I walked into Filene's and got a job at the men's furnishing department. Wait, so this homestead was after Toys R Us? I thought Toys R Us was in between that. No, no, it was after Toys R Us. First job ever was at Toys R Us, other than babysitting the neighbors. Oh, I thought, see, I thought your first job was the homestead. Mm-mm. Did you quit Toys R Us and like, oh, I can do better? You realize I made a huge mistake, mm-hmm. kind of like what I did. Mm-hmm. And by the way, don't act all faux mad at me, because you did the same thing to Alan. He stuck his neck out and got you that job. I was there for six months, though. I was okay, washing dishes right, for right. six months. Okay, all right. Well, that, that's, that's, that's I the worked my way up to salad maker, Jim, but it's still, you know, it just wasn't good enough for me. Alan worked his way up to dessert maker, and he was having a grand old time. Actually, probably was pretty fun, and you wouldn't have to do that much work. You probably a lot of hanging around. Yeah, and Alan also, but he also in the process lost his fingerprints. So it's like <laughs> not, got him back. Not for me. Um, yeah. So then I went on to uh, to filings. Nothing too funny or interesting about this story, but you know, other than when I got locked in the freezer, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. I remember one thing about this place. I remember you tell, talking about it, Alan too. The uh, the Rudy rolls, and you used to no, say, those are the rolls. Yeah, they dunked. It is my duty <laughs> to eat the Rudy. <laughs> wow, wow! I forgot about that. Those were pretty good. I bet they, I love I love a nice little dinner roll. Yeah, they're fantastic. Put a little butter on there. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's some good advice, Jim. Mm. Yeah, it's got a good taste to it. <laughs> it's got fantastic. Yeah, nice texture. A nice texture, a nice taste. Yeah, you know what? I like maybe put a little butter on your plate. You know, rub your uh, your roll around on the butter. Don't even just put it right on the roll. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's as like, much butter or as little as possible. That's like when we were at Uno's. When I as used you to want, actually. habitually, they had these um, croutons that were like fresh made, so mm-hmm. they're actually kind of like soft and chewy in the, in a really good way, like not, like, mm-hmm. not a they, soggy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like basically garlic bread instead of like dried out croutons. It was garlic mm-hmm. bread that was baked a couple of times, so but they still had like very bready and not like. Like a store-bought crouton. It was a carbo load. Oh, big! Th- I mean, it was garlic and butter and cheese infused into this bread, and then I would take that and dunk it in honey mustard sauce and eat it. And well, I wasn't—I wasn't the only one. 
Oh, yeah. Because we didn't have any money. We still, like, whatever, making $7 an hour to host for, you know, four hours a shift. What is that? What? Nothing. Yeah, that I mean, like, like $35. It's like $30 after taxes. Needless to say, my parents were covering my rent that summer mm-hmm. in Boston. Yeah. So we didn't have any money, let alone yeah. for food. So we would just <laughs> yeah. get the croutons and dip it in the honey mustard. Well, steal the bread, and then and then <laughs> our manager would be like, "Who's stealing the bread?" <laughs> they used to get mad at us. It's like, "Stop, stop eating the croutons. We need those." Like, "Fuck you, Brian. Yeah. You don't pay me enough money. I'm hungry." I'm starting to think that Jim was the one stealing the Oreos. No, I actually never ate those Oreos. Maybe maybe, maybe one or two ever. Like yeah. I never. I wouldn't. Yeah, because we knew we had so little sustenance that we needed to just you know get the, the carbs in there. We didn't need any sugar. At least bread is bread. You know, it's like at least mm-hmm. it's something. Yeah. Oreos is just, I don't even know what the hell it's made out of. Well, it's like solid sugar. sugar. Yeah, sugar and chemicals. Chemicals. <laughs> chemicals. Oh, I miss those you. days. <laughs> that sounded better than I thought it <laughs> would, actually. Horrible. That was nice. <laughs> that, is not, that is not something we should ever do again. Now that we have these nice mics, we should not be burping into That them. was effervescent. <laughs> oh, man. Um. I just lost my train of thought. I was going to say something, but oh well. I'm sure I'll think of it someday. Must be the middle of light talking. I guess so. It was something about the honey mustard, something about the croutons. And... Turkey bacon Swiss? Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to talk about. Well, that that was also delicious. I mean, well, this is an aside of the aside. Part of whoa, the... Whoa, what is this, Inception? Uh, yeah, hey, yeah, we're on the third level of uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's infecting each and of And I think it's just as interesting yeah. as that movie, too. You're welcome. <laughs> By the way, you should see Inception. That's an aside of the side of the aside. It's an it's awesome also movie. Inception. Inception. Yes. We were so addicted to the honey mustard sauce. Not only did we debate buying or stealing, perhaps a huge tub of it, but we used to eat it. Like I would eat it every meal with it. Like it, mm-hmm. whether it was take the sandwich, dip it in the sauce. Mm-hmm. You, you eat some pizza, you take the crust, dip it in the sauce. Hell yeah! So good. And we're so thin too. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely gained some weight because of that. I gained a lot of weight when I moved to L.A., and I think it's because I did so much walking in Boston, but all that kind of caught up with me after. Mm. I, I gained, like, I promised to gain, like, 20 pounds in that. In L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't in the honey mustard period. I guess that's true, yeah. I guess it was immediately after. Yeah, it's not like your body had stored up the honey mustard, and then all of a sudden, months later, it's like, here's your <laughs> honey mustard weight. Here you go, motherfucker. It's a good thing we didn't get that tub of honey mustard. It was uh, mm-hmm. so good, though. But um, I was just thinking about, you know, I was talking about parents paying for rent and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just funny when Jane I... Jane and Rob paid for that in my college. And they'd pay for, like, Thank food you. and stuff like that, too. Mm, I didn't get money for food, but I mean, because I got a job for that. I mean, like, so I was probably a little thinner than you, Jim. Because, right, right. Um, and that's, you know, uh, and that's nothing on Jane and Rob. They didn't no. have to pay for my food. And, I, yeah, my parents helped. At one point, I had a credit card that they paid for. It, and I would only to use for things like food or like, I don't know, like bathroom stuff or whatever. It was like, that was deemed like. Condoms, PlayStation games. Exactly. Converse yeah. outs, yeah, beers. Yeah. Neurosis tickets, Frodo's tickets. <laughs> no, I never, I never, I never, I never, I never abused show. it. I never abused it. I, it. But it was one of those things I was just thinking about how like when I finally, you know, was really on my own. It was like that moment like, oh, wow, I'm buying my own groceries. I'm really an adult. Like I'm not. I used to, I, did, I don't know, I, I almost took it for granted. Out here? Is that in LA? Yeah, when I moved here, like, they stopped paying for this. Oh, at first, they helped me out, though, because I didn't have a job for like mm-hmm. two months. I mean, it was like, what the hell was I supposed to do? It was like, I had $1,000 in my bank account, and that was it. And it's like, that's not going to go very far. You know, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't really do anything with that. Two buck Chuck. 
yeah. Blue Chuck and Ramen and uh, you know, the uh, Blue Bucks. Yeah, we ate a Generic lot of uh, Blue Bucks. Yeah, we ate a lot of mac and cheese. We'd put some tuna fish and peas in there. <laughs> make, yeah. It make delicious. it feel nutritious. It actually wasn't bad. This was how old this how old we are. This was just when the pilot of Lost was being aired. Yeah. All right, yeah. It was Yeah, wow. Back in those days, I remember when, I, when, when that I would started. Put a yeah. Slice of cheese on a hot pocket for some reason. <laughs> Little Tabasco sauce, tapatio. Mm-hmm. Just give us some swing, Jim. Hey, just dad's some Tabasco sauce to your macaroni and cheese. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good impression. Dabadoot. All right. Well, I think we should stop for a second because we're we're kind of we're losing focus, Craig. Jim, we've never had it. But yeah, let's stop and yeah, we'll we'll refoci. Refoku. I think we just lost it again. (laughs) Hello. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Okay, we'll be right back. Come on, Shay. Jim Hall's going to tell us another story about his illustrious careers at various jobs he's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> okay, yeah, this I wasn't even going to tell this story, but I teased it, so what the hell. We'll keep it quick. So, one summer... I got a job actually through my friend Dana landscaping. Mm-hmm. And it was through a guy. I'm going to name names in this case because I was wrong. I'm naming names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to name names. I worked for a guy named Matt Plaza. He had his landscaping company. He's a kid who worked for my dad when he was in high school, I believe. Maybe even through college, too. And his dad invented the plaza. Yes. That's why it's called The that. idea of putting a bunch of stores yeah. in one with one parking lot, one he, unified parking yeah, lot. Yeah, he was a scientist <laughs> yeah. and a businessman. Yeah. Actually, he was a good guy. I mean, they're all good people, but I, I, I was wronged, but I wronged them too. So Could it's a kinda... bad person invent a plaza? No. Everyone <laughs> loves a plaza, Jim. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this kid had worked for my dad. Like My dad used to own a construction company. He did some stuff with him. You know, just whatever, like, the, like sweeping up floors and, you know, this random bullshit you need, like an 18-year-old to do, um, that the beer-slugging carpenters don't want to do, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I got hired to do landscaping, and it was probably the most difficult job I've ever had as far as physical labor. Even the warehouse job that I've bitched about, that was hard, but this was ridiculous. I mean, it, you were out there from sunup to sundown, and it, sometimes we were literally just digging holes all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I'll grow hair in your chest, Oh yeah, it worked. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm covered. <laughs> Slathered in hair. God's <laughs> damn scat- Sasquatch. Yeah. Squanch. So anyway, I, you know, I worked as hard as I could, but I'm not very strong, and I'm generally pretty lazy when it comes to physical labor. So On the news. There were times where, like, I was, you know, left alone to sweep this whole area, and I probably could have got it done twice as fast as I did. But, you know, it's just, I get tired, and, you know, I just... I don't know. I suck. Just get tired. <laughs> That's your excuse. I mean, I was, I was, let's make no mistake. I was a shitty employee when I was unsupervised. When I was supervised, I was, you know, worked my ass off. But, you mm-hmm. know, I was by myself. It was tough. You should have joined the army, Jim. You need some discipline. <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. So anyway. You got to establish a grooming standard. You got to trim those <laughs> mustaches, hairs. Right. But the point of the story is when I first got hired, I, that was the summer. Actually, that was the summer I went to Myrtle Beach where I was all like boo-hoo-hooing. When listening. you almost drowned? No, no, no. That was the Hamptons. 
Myrtle oh. Beach is when I was listening to Weezer and crying about oh, oh that girl past crushes. But uh, so that was that summer, and I was like, when I got hired, I was like, hey, look, I'm only gonna be here for like two and a half weeks or three weeks, and I'm gonna be gone for two weeks. Is that okay? You know, like I, uh, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. Like I, you know, upfront like, and honest, upfront. He's like, yeah, it's fine. So, you know, I did whatever. I did. I remember there was one job I did wrong. I don't even know what it was. Like he wanted me to like spread some mulch out, and like I did, but I didn't do it far enough or something. I don't even remember what I did wrong. I, and that wasn't me trying to be like lazy. I was like, I really thought I did it right. Like I didn't realize that. He's like, no, it's supposed to be this whole area. Now we gotta bust balls and finish it. And I was like, ugh. Like I was like, that was like my. I didn't put the. I didn't do the mulch right. Right. <laughs> well, that was like the second to last day before I was gonna go, and it was one of those like really I'm awkward go things. To Myrtle Beach instead. Yeah, but it was really awkward and weird. Weezer. And like we we're driving in the truck. Stop interrupting me, goddammit. Okay, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> we're, to do a funny we're driving in the truck, in like silence for 20 minutes <laughs> going from one job to the next and he was like super pissed at me but like oh, that was one of the cases where i don't think i really i didn't intentionally screw up i just screwed up he didn't explain it to me mm-hmm. correctly anyway but in order to work in landscaping you got to have the hate you got to have the fire i think so because mm-hmm. what else can keep you just like yeah just like doing back-breaking awful yeah, work that's your life is like mm-hmm. back-breaking terrible work um you gotta hate yeah i think so you gotta hate something hate yourself maybe but um so I left for Myrtle Beach. I was like, okay, good. I'm a goddamn socialist yeah. in the White House. Yeah. So I finally get home after the two weeks. A good time, whatever. We've talked about it before. And it's that, that Monday, and I'm waiting for him to come pick me up. He'd pick me up every morning hmm. to go to work. That was nice of him. Never comes. He doesn't show up. It's like 45 minutes later, and Dad's like, where, where, is, where is he? And I'm like, I don't know. I, got, I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard anything. He knew I was coming back today. Maybe he forgot. Hmm. I was like, all right. So we figured out. I knew the area where they were probably working because it was kind of like, you know, a weekly schedule. You know, a lot of the neighborhoods in the town. So my dad drove me over there. to Jim's where got eyes everywhere. Yeah. Well, no, I'd done it before. I mean, it was like, you know, the rotation wasn't very mm-hmm. deep. You know, it was like every week you just started over again the same place you went. So I knew where he'd be on a Monday. Oh, okay. So, oh, different yards. Okay. Yeah, because oh, like mo- it was a lot of mowing lawns and stuff. So I mean, oh, wow. you, know, you go once a week. So you Ooh, that makes that job even worse. Yeah, fucking yards. The drudgery. Yeah. Ooh. So um, we show up. They're working, and I'm like, I walk up I'm like, hey, uh, you, I'm back. You forgot to pick me up, but I'm here. And he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna need you anymore. So it's like, yeah, the balls will tell you. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, okay. Did, no, actually. he's like, oh, Dana didn't tell you. This son of a bitch. He decided to fire me and then wanted my best friend, who was also like 19 or 18, to tell me that I was fired. Like, what an asshole. Too, what I a think. chicken shit. Doing. Perhaps I was deserving of getting fired. Maybe he was secretly mad that I left. I don't know what his reasons were. It doesn't matter. The fact is, that's ridiculous. He just did like, you know what? He was like, he treated it like he was a little kid. It's like, well, if I just don't say anything, maybe they'll forget about it. You know, it's like, maybe he doesn't want to come in. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Los Angeles breakup. Exactly. It's a very it's an LA breakup where for those of you who don't know, you just stop calling and texting or returning calls or returning texts. Yeah. Um so I remember my dad actually with, Yeah. My dad actually went up to him after it. He was like, Did he didn't do anything crazy? He was just mad. He's like, Hey, this is a chicken shit thing to do. And like, you know, I don't even care what the circumstances were. You should have at least called. This is ridiculous. Like, fuck you, basically. Like he was mad about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like and your I dad said, was like, You will never work for Omni yeah, management. Right, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, it was Omni Homes and Construction, but that was that was only after his. He only Matt worked for him 
earlier. It was like when he was in high school. That at this point was probably like twenty eight or something like that. Twenty, maybe even like twenty five. He was way older than me. I, you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was that was just annoying. I mean, like I said, that was the only time I've ever been officially fired from anything before, mm-hmm. and it was a job that I, frankly, hated. And I believe that was the summer that I got the job at Castleton. I think ended up getting that job after that to work with Mike Blundell. I think that's when that happened. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. That was sophomore year I got that job. This was freshman year high summer. I know what happened. After I lost that job, <laughs> my dad made me paint the entire house by myself. That was, that was my job. Oh, sweet. So I think that was his way of being like, well, you got to do something, and I'm mad at you because you probably fucked this up, but whatever. We don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think I remember like, you, know, you telling me about this. I think we were friends at the time. So yeah. I think so. It was after freshman year, after driver's ed, when yeah. Jim and I really got close. We'll have to have a, an episode, a really heartwarming, a very wow, special that, episode. That's really weird. I wonder, you know what? I think it was, I did this job, went to Myrtle Beach, then started driver's ed. I think that's how it went, and then I got the job at Castleton. I, it must be, because when I went to Myrtle Beach, that was the same, Ben had graduated eighth grade, and I was in freshman. I remember. I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but this is absolutely uninteresting for no, okay. anyone, all right, to, all right. anyone listening. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to make you upset, Jim. I know you got the hate. I'm not upset, but you know, they're 49 minutes into this at this point. Whatever, yeah. we got them. We got them. No one knows who Ben is. However, we've talked about Ben. Ben Proctor. We talked. We. I'm referencing a story that was on a previous podcast. Oh, okay. I wasn't paying attention. I know. Well, let's take a break then. Fuck you. <laughs> And we're back. We're not. We're not really fighting. We're still friends. Yeah, we we, we fake it for <laughs> the drama. The drama. So this is the time in the podcast where we talk about what we might have learned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Jim's first story was I already forgot it. Wow. <laughs> it was about me quitting. Uno's. And the, the, I already was saying it. The point of the story is when you're in high school, if you don't like the job, fuck it, just quit. There's, there's plenty you can do. Mm-hmm. That's not really a necessarily good attitude yeah, for but life. You got, but, but you gotta really, you gotta think about it first. You know, don't just be like, "Oh, this is hard." Like, jobs shouldn't be hard. Like, jobs are jobs. No right. one wants to go to it, you know, and do it. But I mean, if if it, like they're really mistreating you, yeah, people are assholes, yeah. and it's not worth your or time. Or if you can get a better job, yeah, just do it. Just get that better job. Yeah, it. I mean, hell, that's that's my life in L.A. Now, I've left jobs to get a better job, but it's, but they understand it more here. I think in New Hampshire, when you're a kid, there's a lot of people who those jobs that is their life. Well, it's a different generation, Jim. That's true too. But there are people be... without college degrees could actually get you know jobs with that with lasting. Well, they still can. Or people without it, even. It, but yeah, but it's tough, especially in this economy. That's true. Nine percent unemployment, Jim. But you know what I mean, though. Like your manager at the homestead, that was going to be her job. For the foreseeable. Yeah, she actually got fired, though, actually. Oh, really? Later, yeah. Interesting. She wore weird dresses, too. I think she might have made homemade dresses. Oh, that's strange. Yeah. So but you know what I mean, though, right? Pretty cat lady. Like, she'd be more pissed about that because it's like, hey, you're disrespecting my place. Why would you quit this? Yeah, it's all about perspective. That's right. why you got to, like, you know, think twice about it before you just throw a job away. You just sure. You got to see, like, hey, where am I? Right. You know, am I going to have to be a dishwasher for the rest of my life? No. Then I better not lose this job. But hopefully you don't have to be a dishwasher for the rest of your life and, and you know, and you choose accordingly. Yes. I agree. Perspective is important. And You're like welcome, the, kids. <laughs> but with the TV world, everyone it's literally the most cutthroat world I've ever seen. It's it's look out for Other number than the one. Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> except for the pirates, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But it's 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 look out for number one. Everyone understands. You're like, hey, I gotta leave because this job's paying me more money. Like, okay, go. Mm-hmm. We'll hire you next time. But, you know, it's like I, I, no one cares. Yeah, and, like, you know, that's a lot of grown up adult jobs. And if like, hey, like, hey, you know, I've got a job offer. Um, I love this job. And you can say like, well, you know, let's see what happens with the renegotiation or whatever. You know, that's what happens. Right. Think right. That there's, there's no renegotiating a dishwashing job. No, it's like you eventually move on. They're mm-hmm. not going to like promote you. Well, I guess they could promote you to salad making, I guess. But that's now. Then no. I throw it back in their faces. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, wait. So, when you quit, you weren't a dishwasher anymore then, right? You were. I was both a dishwasher oh. and a salad maker. On Monday nights, I would do salad making. So, you had good days and bad days, basically. Well, it was never good. I mean, just making the same salad, like two onions, one tomato. But we had to do that at Uno's, too. I, I had to be the salad guy one day. I remember, like, they. Short, it was like you know, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. It was it was weird. It was like I didn't really didn't like it. Being stuck what, in that little you room. Got that all Chinese day. chicken salad. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. that what it was. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Honey mustard uh, chicken, whatever the crispy honey chicken. That was a good salad. Oh, that was fantastic. Um, here's another lesson. There's a button that you can press in a fridge if you happen to be locked inside <laughs> of a fridge at a restaurant. Just push it. It's a thing coming out. It looks. You know, it's like a white button on a on a skinny sort of pole. Push it in, and the the door will open, and you will be free. So you don't suffocate or freeze to death, mm-hmm. or get ridiculed, <laughs> or get ridiculed, ridiculed, ridiculed. And that's something to be avoided. <laughs> that fucking guy got stuck in the freezer. <laughs> what a fucking retard! <laughs> All right, yeah. Go socks. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this Rudy roll at his face. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Hopefully, it sticks this time. Wash my sauce pants. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm going to be here for another six months. <laughs> God. What's going on in my head? That's, hor- that's horrible. Well, you know, I guess, at certain times, I guess it's good to have a work ethic like Jim, where you're just like, ah, this isn't good. I'll just leave. You know what? I didn't learn that because I had a good work ethic. It made me happier. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. you know. Like, job sucks, leave. I mean, I didn't always, you know, do that. When I worked in the warehouse, that job sucked. But it was like, I recognized, like, well, I'm making way more money than I ever could this summer right now. I have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I need, you know, and I, you know, I've worked TV jobs that were horrible. We stuck them out. You know, I, you know, let's say something better come along with it. doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to stick out my job for four and a half years. Ugh. Ugh. What a mess. Great job. <laughs> Love it. It's fantastic. Well, all right. This podcast was a little ridiculous, but I feel yeah, like it's, it's I got a lot like a, off my chest. Yeah, and, you know, and this was, you know, we'll see how it sounds. And I, it was, it was sort of a, a test to, to try to figure out how we're gonna to do it. I think that the dynamic is way different than it was before. So yeah, people who are have been listening throughout, like it, you know, we're gonna try to keep it the same, but you know, we're trying to have it sound better. And, yeah, you know, we're doing our best. You know, we're yeah. In the next episode, we'll definitely have a guest. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Now that this test. I'm thinking of replacing Jim. I think so. Oh, I wow. can get someone funnier. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We'll, well talk about it. If you think you're funnier or you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to leave a comment, you should send us an email at oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also check us out on Twitter at mm-hmm. Old Men Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook. Just That's search Old Men on the Mountain. And I didn't mention this. We haven't mentioned this in a while. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate us. Write a review. It'd yeah, be great. if you wish. It would be helpful. No, you might have to sign in. Maybe you're at work and you're not signing in iTunes. What if I remember when you get home? You want, you want to download the latest Lady Gaga song? Sure. Maybe a Justin Bieber? Hey, you know what? The latest Jay-Z album's fantastic. 
Just get it. And no, and while you're doing that, give us a rating. Because ours is free. Mm-hmm. You know? It's explicit, but it's free. Yes. It's explicitly free. Uh-huh. Implicitly free. Mm-hmm. And we implicitly trust you. Yeah. I give trust us a rating. you implicitly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we haven't mentioned it in a while. I know we always post the link to the Tumblr that has them running, but you can always subscribe mm-hmm. on iTunes. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, like, we just, you know, we want more people to listen if people like it. And, yeah, you know, tell your that. friends. Anyway. Okay. So, on that note, let's, uh, let's, let's get out of here. That, that, I think this was a very successful microphone test. I think we did an okay job of hopefully not boring the hell out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can relate. I don't know. It's you episode number 23. This 23. is what it is. Yeah, it is what We're it is. Putting it out point. for what it is. And I'm looking forward to having a guest again. If anybody wants to be on the podcast. We got the number of people who want to. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Don't worry. I don't know why we're still talking about this. Very what? popular. Wait, what? We have people come on the podcast. Of other people who want to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Next week we'll have a guest. Great, great, great. Well, all right. We'll uh, see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. And uh, come on, Shay. Come on, Shay, friends. Thank you.